All right, day three of training camp officially in the books. A little bit rainy out here today. Yeah. Um, another day of work. Interesting day, uh, some ups and downs, a little bit cleaner than it was Much yesterday. Cleaner. That's, that's the big takeaway for me today is you know, we stood on the <laughs> same in the field right yesterday yeah. and said, man, what was wrong with the Jags after first training camp practice? Much, much different today. A couple guys we'll talk about in this had yeah. very good days liked the way the offense functioned today, even in these conditions. Yeah, they, they're much cleaner today. I mean, it was back to kind of how things looked on the first day of practice when I was out here um, today. So at least yesterday was a little bit of just an off day, even yep. in the rain where you kind of expect some of the sloppiness to show mm -hmm. up. Very crisp. A few guys were able to stand out. Some, a couple of the defensive guys yep. had good days too. Um, but I, I think we can both agree, and we haven't even discussed this, uh, that the player that stood out the most had to be Jared Prince. Right? Had to be. I mean, tight end <laughs> today had two very good touchdown yeah. catches from Trevor Lawrence. I'm back of the end zone for one, a sliding grab, blanketed coverage on him for the second one. A very good day from yeah. Mr. Prince in that tight end position. We've talked about the tight end on News for Jags before. Who's going to be that guy outside of Evan Ingram? And the coaches have raved about Jarrett Prince, and he has shown so far that he may be up to that challenge. Jarrett Prince is a guy that they liked last year. They kept him around. He's now making that push. He looks like a guy who is on the upswing and has a real good chance at making that final roster. We'll have to see because what does that mean for the rest of the position group? We know Evan Ingram's going to be mm -hmm. here, but behind, you know, Brenton Strange is going to yep. be here. So that's two spots locked up. The real question is how many tight ends do they end up keeping? And the question is, does it come down between Derek, Jarrett Prince and Luke Farrell? Or does it come down between keeping that fourth tight end and a fullback or an extra wide receiver? Where does that, how does that, I guess, the roster puzzle mm -hmm. come together? Because it could be, okay, well, we want to keep four tight ends, mm -hmm. but does that mean we can't keep a Kevin Austin right. or a Tim Jones on the roster too? It's not just necessarily him versus the tight end right. when it comes down to that, or him versus a fullback. It's him versus some of those extra wide receivers. Right. We, like. we talked about this um, probably about a month ago on the podcast that there's not that many paths for undrafted free agents or you know fringe roster guys yeah. to make this roster. And we said yesterday, you know, go from that 90-man roster to all the way down to 53. Right. So it's not going to be staggered cuts this year. So these guys are going to get an extended look at them. And the tight end position is is one you and I disagreed on when we were making our 53-man cuts. We did. You saw potentially a uh, a fullback making the roster, of seventh-round pick, right. like Derek Parrish, um, making that roster as kind of that tight end H-back kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Or maybe a Luke Farrell, a guy who's entering his third year in the league. Will he stick on the roster? And he's a guy who's got that experience. Urban Meyer loved him. Doug Peterson loved him. Um, Great family. Great, family. <laughs> great family, as Urban would say. But again, you know, what what does that tight end room look like? Right. Trent Baalke said it. They all seem to like the tight end room. Yep. Not as worried about it as maybe some of us in the media were. Fair and enough. Doug Peterson has, has liked his tight end room, too. We saw Jarrett Prince today kind of solidify why they like that position so much. Right, and there, there are a few other players that stood out as well besides Prince. Josh Allen, really good day. The pads aren't on, but he was given rookie Anton Harrison fits during drills. Uh, yes. So uh, it, it, definitely an interesting day. We'll have to see once things kind of escalate as the pads go on next week. But so far, Josh Allen's looked good, or you take that as the rookie is getting his welcome to the NFL moment. I prefer to, to look at it the Josh Allen's looking good way. One thing I like, <laughs> I noticed today, a lot of run between the tackles. A lot of running between the tackles. Not any many outside sweeps. Snoop Connor ran well. Uh, Tank Bigsby ran extremely well today. Travis Etienne ran well. So a lot of running between straight between those big tackles and some room opened up and I like the way Tank Bigsby ran. He broke one off into the end zone. Mm -hmm. um, so some really good running, inside running from those back, the entire backfield today. So um, I thought a massive change of pace from that sloppy practice we saw.
uh, one day earlier on Wednesday. A couple other things to note on the defensive side of the ball I think are worth mentioning is when they started to kind of shuffle that defensive back group, Chris Claybrooks and Junior yeah, Gregor, or Greg Jr. are the two guys that are coming off the bench as like the first in off the bench when they start to kind of do those shuffling. So uh, Claybrooks is getting every opportunity to earn, not just earn a roster spot, but possibly even win that slot right. job from Trey Herndon. And, and Chris has had, you know, Chris has been in the in the media for the, the wrong reasons lately, right. but he had a, an exceptional pass breakup on Zay Jones uh, in the end zone yeah. in one of the team sessions. And he looked really good. And you mentioned Trey Herndon. Chris Claybrooks, I mean, those guys are being given right. these opportunities, and Chris did not uh, warrant anything bad today. I think he no. took a step forward. No, and Greg Jr. had some solid coverage during mm -hmm. a red zone drill. Uh, Mike Caldwell gave him a shout out mm -hmm. when he was asked about him early, said that he's really kind of reshaped his body right. in his year in the NFL, which you can understand that an NFL program, weight program, probably a little bit more advanced than what he had at Wachita Baptist. Right. That's not even a shot at them. That's just you know, the reality mm -hmm. of the NFL. So he's done a good job of committing to that to kind right. of be able to put himself in a position to take that next step. Um, so the Jaguars are back out on the practice field tomorrow. Fingers crossed it won't be raining when we're out here tomorrow. Um, and then the pads will go on next week. I think full pads is set for Tuesday. Uh, just shoulder pads is set right. for Monday. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Uh, we'll have another one of these podcasts coming your way tomorrow after uh, the final practice of the first week for the Jaguars before they take that off day on Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. You can find more coverage over on newsforjacks.com, and we'll see you next time.